Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? It is Wednesday, day before St. Patrick's Day, and the uh, day before, I guess, like the big tournament. There's some kind of March insanity thing that starts tomorrow, right? So uh, they're cramming in a ton of basketball for us today, NBA basketball, to uh, you know make way for for that uh, that that craziness that starts tomorrow. So uh, enjoy it while it lasts, because I don't know what the fuck we're talking about tomorrow. Are you guys okay. going to actually talk NCAA basketball tomorrow? I don't know. Uh, you know, we usually kind of stick that talk to the book club, which went three and zero last night in college basketball. Just uh, Ooh, saying, boy, over, howdy. over at the book club. Yeah, mm-hmm. how about that? Mm-hmm. Sex Panther, what's going on? Hey, you know, we're here in the Hoosier. Basketball started yesterday. Indiana played last night. Notre Dame plays tonight. So you got the the play-in games, the infamous genius that is the committee making a 64-team uh, tournament, 68 teams or 17, however many fucking teams it is now. But, uh, yeah, the play-in game started last night. Um, I usually don't pay that much attention to it, but I will pay attention tonight since Notre Dame's playing. Any bold predictions? I think they win. Okay. They're 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 uh, they're only a one point favorite, but the uh, the predictor, the four letter networks predictor, has them at like sixty five percent. So uh, oh. I think Notre Dame wins tonight. Okay, well there you go. If ESPN is uh, on your side, who could be against you? That's right. Oh, I tell you, you can be against me. Fucking Kyrie and Orlando. <laughs> He's been salty all morning. We're, uh, the first thing out of his mouth is "fuck underdogs" as he comes into the broadcast room. Yeah, it's, it's, it's as if someone said something yesterday about if they win, they probably cover. Yeah. Well, my hockey underdogs, you know, that was good. Listen, listen, man, the, the Coyotes are the best team in hockey. Forget about it. Yeah, you just give them the Stanley Cup right now. The Coyotes deserve the Stanley Cup. I'm betting them the rest of the way. The Coyotes the rest of the way. <laughs> you know, defense and goaltending be damned. They're like, fuck it. Like, we, we really don't care. You know, I was, and, you know, I was on the Devils yesterday, as I do when Nico Dawes is in goal. And uh, I was watching the game, and, and Jack Hughes makes this unbelievable fucking play to tie it up at 2-2. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I walk out of the room to use the bathroom, and I come back, and the Devils are down 4-2. to two. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a minute, they're down 4-2. I was like, I, I, I turned it off at that point. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> Max, that's a microcosm for your whole life, I think. It really is. It really is. Just walk away and, and come back and... and things are burning down it's don't keep don't keep your eye off the game i guess uh you know is that what happens with the mets do i just uh 
just walk away in the ninth inning and just expect for them to to close out the game? Is that it? Is that, that what's happening for the last 20 fucking years of being a Mets fan? I don't know. It's probably more like you just turn your head in the second. Yeah. <laughs> fix it. Fix that bullpen. I, I thought that, you know, burning things down, I thought you were just have a smooth little segue into what we were really going to talk about today. What are oh, we really going to talk yeah, about today? Yeah. Yeah. Panther. What, what, what do you got for us? Oh, my God. Well, the, the Deshaun Watson thing is heating up. Cleveland flew down to Houston yesterday to uh, to talk to Deshaun Watson. And then uh, I guess the Atlanta Falcons will be coming to town. There's there's four suitors, uh, apparently, that want Deshaun Watson on their team. Uh, the Falcons have already been there, or the Falcons are today. The Saints, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Falcons now I, I get why some of these teams would want him. I'm going to. You guys know me. I'm like the owner GM thing. We got to talk about what these teams are going to have to give up to bring him to town and and some of the potential trades. But uh, yeah, the Deshaun Watson thing is heating up, and Baker Mayfield thinks it's Cleveland because he's already posting his farewell to the fans. Uh, can you come back from that? If your name's not Tua, can you come back from that <laughs> with a team meeting with somebody else and just kind of really courting them hard? You know, so so he, here's here's my thoughts on all of this. One is I think the Falcons are only getting in there just to drive up the price. It's for, for Carolina or, or or New Orleans. I think they're trolling. Like I, honestly, like I I really think that they, because it, if not, like Matt Ryan would have to be part of the deal. And you think Houston wants Matt Ryan and his fifty million dollar? I'm sure that you know Atlanta would have to eat some of that. So I think they're just trolling to just fucking drive up the price. I don't think there's any chance that he actually goes to Atlanta. Uh, Seattle, uh, their name was not on his trade list. Apparently, really, uh, a lot of people were speculating that that Seattle would make a huge play at him, uh, but Deshaun Watson does not have Seattle on his list of teams, and I don't think they've met. I think he just kind of like, eh, I don't want to go to Seattle. The Cleveland thing is interesting, too, because there is speculation that uh, no matter what, Baker might be on his way to Indianapolis uh, and become a Colt. So that would be interesting to see uh, ba- Baker uh, you know, move on to the Colts team. It uh, philosophically it, fits with what the Colts like to do, too, doesn't it? Yeah, take, take a mediocre yeah. talent and just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they had Carson Wentz last year. So, I mean, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't make a huge play at, at Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, so anyway, I, th- I think I think Baker's num- uh, days are numbered in Cleveland, no matter what. But the, you know, them them making a play for Deshaun Watson is, is definitely interesting. But from what I am seeing, it really is a two horse race between Carolina and uh, New Orleans. So Panther, what would Carolina and New Orleans have to give up for one Deshaun Watson? Uh, well, Carolina's probably, you know, we've seen Houston make some really dumb plays. Now, granted, Bill O'Brien was the head coach and general manager when it happened, but Carolina's dangling the, uh, that, that stallion Christian McCaffrey who plays six games a year out there. So McCaffrey, I have no doubt would be part of the deal. Um, I guess Sam Darnold gets shipped out there as well. I, I, I don't know. I think draft picks have to be what Houston is looking for, which is why I thought Atlanta actually does make sense they're going to get rid of an expiring contract granted it's 50 million dollars or whatever the astronomical number is but it's a one-year deal it's done and and to for houston to take that a they should have the cap space because i don't know who else they're paying and b atlanta's got to ship a shit ton of picks over that way uh houston as devoid of talent as they are have to be getting picks here i mean we got to be looking at what two or three first two or three seconds 
a quarterback coming back. Whatever happens here is going to be an expensive and huge deal. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I don't, you know, if Atlanta could eat part of that contract, I I think there's worse things in the world than for Houston to pick up Matty Ice. I really do. I mean, but what what what's their end goal though? I mean, I I, I don't think you you pick up a guy to be somewhat competitive. I mean, at this point, like if you're trading away Deshaun Watson, do you have your quarterback of the future? Do you think Davis Mills is your quarterback of the future? No, 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 right? I, so, so I mean, like Matt Ryan's definitely the quarterback of the future. What do you do? I mean, at this point, you just fucking throw Davis Mills out there, and you just keep losing. Like I would, I would not. I'm not. The, I mean, Maddie, Maddie Ice does a good job of losing. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, right, right, but, right. But I wouldn't give an opportunity for them to try to win some games with him. Yeah, at the tail end of his career, trying to you know put together uh you know the the final stamp on possibly a Hall of Fame career, right? You know. Yeah, I can see that side yeah. too. I can see that. It hurts your tanking I, ability. As for the Saints, I don't know what they have to offer. But you're right, right? You got Kamara, like with all the baggage that he he's probably going to be suspended this year. It's it's got to be draft picks. And and so to your point, I get why Matty Ice could be part of it, but I also get why you don't want Matty Ice part of it because you're not trying to win this year. I think you, you're Houston has got to be three years away probably from being competitive unless they sign some free agents. This this trade, whatever trade happens, has to be like at the – was it Herschel Walker? Was that the one with the, the 11 freaking draft picks? Yeah, that's the one that created the Dallas Cowboys. Does Maxie, does Maxie know that? This is – I'm sure he does. Uh, I think this is, this is going to be – whenever it happens, I think this is going to be huge, and there's going to be a shit ton of picks involved. Oh, it's got to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's absolutely got to be. But I'm, I'm looking at the Saints here, and like, you, you got to look at last season giving Taysom Hill that ridiculous fucking contract. Like, what the fuck were they thinking with, with that contract? I'm like trying to get back in the way back machine. And it's like, what told you? Like, I mean, he's, he's, he, he's not like a Debo Samuel type guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not that explosive, like, I could play running back, wide receiver, tight end, probably throw the football a couple of times. Like, he's not that athlete that Debo is. Debo deserves a contract like Taysom Hill. God, I'll tell you that. The Swiss fucking army knife, not Taysom Hill. So I think, uh, you know, them signing Taysom Hill could fucking doom them here uh, because, I mean, what do you do? How, uh, you can't make Taysom part of this fucking deal. No one wants him. It's so not I, with that contract. Either. Yeah, no, I, no. I think the Saints are kind of like hamstrung here because Deshaun Deshaun signed that big fucking contract extension before you know saying he's going to sit out. You know, Bill O'Brien that was his last fucking parting gift present. Here you go, Deshaun. Here's a bunch of money. Have fun. <laughs> um, and so I, I think they're kind of limited at this point of, of what the Saints can do. I really think it's 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 Carolina. I mean, granted they're paying like what four fucking quarterbacks here. Uh, you know, what's <laughs> one maybe, more maybe, between maybe, friends? Maybe not. Maybe maybe no. Now that Bridgewater's in in uh, oh, Miami. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're not paying him anymore, but I, you know, it's, it's, I, I think it's Carolina that fucking gets the, gets this. And yeah, it's, it's going to be worse than anything. The Rams have done with their first round and second round draft picks. Yeah, like the Rams, I don't think they have a draft pick for the next like four years. Carolina ain't going to have a fucking first or second round draft pick for the next 10. And they're not going to have a Super Bowl that they at least the Rams guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, which brings me to another point here. And you're talking about like spending and free agency. The Jaguars are spending in free agency, but I can't say that they're spending wisely in free agency. I think they dropped, what, $200 million in, in contracts, in guaranteed contracts, or, or just overall contracts. And do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars are, have gotten much better? Like, no. 
it's, it's a, this is a this, this is the, the 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 lesson in spending a lot of money poorly. So I think Houston's got to look at this and say, yeah, let's just keep fucking tanking. Let's get all these picks. Let's let's do it a different <laughs> way. Like you know, let, let's just gobble up fucking draft picks and and tank like fucking hell and not even look at free agents. Let's dump as many players as possible and just be shitty for the next three years. Yeah, I think when you look at the four teams, you know, Carolina, I think McCaffrey could be part of the deal. Baker Mayfield, I don't know if they if he goes to Houston, he goes to Indy, well, he's going to be shipped out. But um, otherwise, are there any players involved there, or is it just picks? And Atlanta, Matty Ice, you know, in that contract, just for Houston to take that contract, I think a lot of picks will be involved. So um, I, Houston's not going to get any players, I don't believe, outside of maybe McCaffrey. Uh, so it's, I'm I'm looking for them to get at least six it, it really Ooh. high draft picks here. Six is he even worth that much, honestly. No, well, I mean he's not yeah. worth it. He's I mean so so yeah. I mean, so here's the thing is okay. I'll put it this way. Um, I. I the, the value of a player is what someone will pay for that player. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I think his value at this point is, yeah, absolutely six, because I think there's a, a Darth of good enough quarterbacks in this league that someone will pay six for him. Absolutely. Is, is, do I feel that he's worth it? No, no. But someone will value him at that in this league. Now let's flip the script here real quick, though. If you're Deshaun Watson, you got this no-trade clause – which one of these teams, if any of them are the, are the best situation for you to go to, I mean, it's got to be Cleveland, hands down. They've got the, the most talent. Uh, granted, it's probably the more competitive division, but um, they, they've got the most talent. New Orleans, new coach, um, Kamara issues. Carolina rules probably on the last year of, of his deal. They almost chased him out this year. Atlanta, they're kind of almost starting over. Like, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I don't like any of those teams except maybe Cleveland. A week ago, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm happy about going to the AFC South. A week ago, I am. Now, <laughs> after Brady, not as much. Not as much. You know. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at these teams. I think Cleveland. Or, uh, excuse me. I think Carolina. I don't think that's a bad franchise. I, th- I think they're trying to figure their way out. You know, they've got this new owner who's trying to get them to win. They're not quite there. I don't think Carolina is a bad place to end up. I don't think so either. I think Carolina's a, a, a good opportunity there for him. I mean, you, you saw it. I mean, I, I don't know if Christian McCaffrey is going to be part of the deal or whatever it is, but when he is healthy, like Sam Darnold was getting them into the playoffs. Sam fucking Darnold was getting this team into the playoffs when Christian McCaffrey was healthy. So I think Deshaun Watson's a little bit better than Sam Darnold. A little bit. A tad bit. Tad bit. Uh, before we hit a break, Panther, I have a question for you. You are a Cincinnati Reds fan, right? Uh, sure. Ish. Ish. Right? Okay. Uh, pop quiz. Who is the sixth highest paid Reds player this season? The sixth. Sixth, sixth highest. highest paid Reds player going into this season. And I'll tell you, he's making $3.59 million this year. He's the sixth highest paid player on the Reds. I'll just make a guess because I really don't have a clue. Let's go with Nick Senzel. Ken Griffey Jr., ladies and gentlemen, Ken Griffey Jr. is the sixth highest paid Reds player at $3.59 million. So anytime we talk about the Bobby Bonilla day, just remember, currently right now, the sixth highest paid player on the Reds is Ken Griffey Jr. Good for you, Junior. Good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Fast as real-time data helps you spot discrepancies between different sportsbooks. Help users place risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. They uh, redid their website. I don't know if you check this out, Arch. It's, it's fancy. Yeah, it's looking nice. Fancy little, fancy little fucking website. Uh, use the link in the description so you can sign up and beat the book every time with Odds Jam. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. NBA, what do we got? NBA, all right. Uh, let's start off with uh, Dallas and Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrie, uh, as, as Panther mentioned, dropped 60 points yesterday in a Brooklyn win, but he's not going to score any points today. No points for Kyrie today. Uh, Luca and the Mavs coming into town fresh off a very big win over the Celtics. That, oh, my God. That was a heartbreaker. It's a goddamn heartbreaker. Uh, Mavs have won four of their last five games. And Spencer Dinwiddie continues to make a difference on both sides of the court. But it is the Luka Doncic show, right? I mean, over his last 10 games, 32.7 points per game, 10.6 rebounds per game, 6.7 assists per game. This guy is got to be in the MVP conversations. Absolutely. Uh, the Nets, uh, you listen, they've won four games in a row, but three of those had Kyrie on the floor. Back-to-back situation. Durant can only do so much. I think the Mavs had the edge here. $10 money line bet on Dallas. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I, I wonder if Brooklyn or that whole New York City area will actually realize the rest of the United States is kind of moving past, trying to get back to normal here. Maybe let Kyrie, it, it almost feels like it's a vendetta against Kyrie right now. Both, <laughs> both parties just planting their fucking heels in the ground. It's annoying. Uh, but yeah, Dallas, Luca, a healthy Luca is damn near unstoppable. And uh, without Kyrie, you're just asking too much for KD. There's no LaMarcus Aldridge, still no Ben Simmons. Um, Seth Curry's been banged up. So just there's just not a lot of depth for Brooklyn to help out Durant. I'll lean Dallas. It wasn't a game that I was on, uh, but uh, I probably should have been. But I'll lean the Mavs here. Yeah, I like this game. Um, hold on one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Everybody. There we go. Yeah, I'm leaning. Uh, not leaning. I'm betting Dallas with you, Max. Minus one and a half. I think I think they win. I think they cover the one and a half. If they win, they cover, right? So put t- mm-hmm. I'll put 10 bucks on Dallas. All right. Moving along, Chicago and Utah. You know, I bet on the Jazz in their last game, and it didn't go so well for me. Milwaukee beat their asses. But uh, maybe it's because I have this misconception that this team is is unbeatable at home, right? And it's just not the case this season. They're 24-11 and 11 at home this year, which means already they have six more home losses than they did all last season. So, you know, I'm looking at this game, and maybe I'm being a bit naive here, but I, I like them to hold home court today uh, despite the competition that's coming into town. We know the Bulls, at full strength, can play at a very good level, at top of the East level, but they're not at full strength right now. Lonzo Ball still out. Zach Levine playing with a bum knee. Now, granted, on Monday he put up 27 points, but the Bulls lost to the fucking Kings, and you know what I have to say about losing to the Kings. I've, I've, just, if you lose to the Kings, you should be out of this league. <laughs> Uh, Bulls four and six over the last 10 games and that loss to Sacramento dropped them to 16 and 17 on the road this year. I think that's even worse after today. So $10 money line bet on the jazz. 
Yeah, I think I was leaning the jazz, but the early morning, there's some movement. I don't know if it's a correction or there's, you know, money or, or, or something going on with Chicago here. But uh, the six points just seem like too many. The five, now I'm seeing Utah minus five, seems like that might be the right number. I, I like the jazz at home. It's just that the game is really too close. I think the Bulls can keep it within those five. I'm leaning Utah, but you hit another game that I'm not on. Yeah, I'm on the other side of, of this one, Max. Uh, Chicago opened at six and a half. They're five and a half now. Five at some books. I need to get it in now before it shifts. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Bulls plus five and a half. I think this is a really close game. Hey, let's hope we both win. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, why not? Got no animosity towards you. I'm not Sex Panther. Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, that's enough for me. I think Panther will be in agreement with this one and, and possibly, possibly get Arch on board too. Toronto and Los Angeles Raptors have won four games in a row. Looking to close out their road trip with another win today. Um, weird schedule for the Raptors. I, I, I think the, the NBA schedule makers have it out for Canada. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. Uh, Raptors heading home after this one. They're going to host the Lakers. Funny enough, right? They're playing the Clippers today. They're going to go home, host the Lakers, and then hit the road on Sunday and Monday for a couple more road games. So, again, uh, schedule maker. Bravo. Clippers are returning home after a road trip. Yeah, just going to leave that there for you. Uh, This is a team without a star player, and their inconsistent play is kind of indicative of a team that is duct taped together right now. It doesn't look like Paul George is going to return this season. doesn't look like Kawhi is going to return this season. The rest of the team is just kind of like, all right, let's just try to get into the play-in game because guess what? Right now they're in the play-in game in the fucking West. (laughs) So uh, I don't know uh, if they're going to continue to just try to you know, be super competitive and just stay in the playing game or what. Um, I just think they're overmatched in this one. But from the line line movement, it does appear like someone might be out for Toronto. I know Van Vliet is a little banged up, so maybe he's he's going to miss the game. That's probably, uh, you know, talking about the uh, the line shift here. But I still think Toronto gets the win today. Uh, $10 money line bet on the Raptors. Yeah, it's honestly quite remarkable that the Clippers are above 500 given the injuries to the, the stars and the team that they've had. They've had, a, for all accounts, have actually had a pretty decent season considering I don't think they're that deep or that talented of a team without Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Toronto, on the other hand, even if Van Fleet doesn't suit up, and I'm kind of expecting him not to, I still think they have plenty of talent. Um, th- this is a team that's gone, like you mentioned, that four-game road uh, streak win here and I've lost a couple of those so these fuckers owe me I'm jumping on board here with Max 10 bucks on the Raptors <sighs> yeah it, everything tells me to bet the game and I will bet the game it, it it's triggering a bet but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going right into it head first into a trap I don't like this uh the way the line's moving I took a quick glance at some you know public money numbers Max and it looks horrible it looks horrible that Damn. Th- this line has gone from three and a half to one with those Damn. numbers <sighs> kiss of death it's going to live up to its name as the Clippers absolutely roll tonight I'm putting 10 bucks on the Raptors minus one I guess I should have prefaced this by the way guys uh, I'm not doing so hot recently in the NBA so I mean I guess I should have said that going in before I started making my NBA bets so you guys could have faded me um NBA has not been too kind for me lately so listeners at home it's not too late for you yeah don't do it don't do it <laughs> don't, don't don't follow what I'm doing here uh but maybe Panthers got a couple more winners in the NBA what, what else you got I got three more I want to look Ooh. at let's start with the Nuggets going to Washington 
fresh off that uh, win against Philadelphia in Philadelphia, Denver is getting some signs of life. Jamal Murray is practicing and is now going to be assigned to the G League. He might make it back to the Nuggets before this season ends in a few weeks. Uh, that'll give them some uh, their legitimate ace point guard going into the playoffs. I think that is just enough to get Denver to play at a much higher level than they've been playing. Jokic has been carrying this team. I think he does it again tonight in Washington, who's lost four in a row, all of them by six or more points. I think Denver covers, so 10 bucks on the Nuggets. Listen, you know, I have my metrics, and then I have what I'm going to say on the show. And my metrics say that this is a close game that the Denver Nuggets win. And if they're going to win, I think yesterday was a good indication of that, that teams tend to cover in the second half of the season if they're winning. Uh, I will lean the Wizards with the points here, but again, I have Denver outright winning this game. There we go. I'm going to jump on it with you, Panther. Uh, What is it, five and a half now? Yeah, five and a half. Get it before it moves to six. six yeah, move. that's another. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. I feel pretty good about this one. Not great, but yeah, I feel like I have to offset my Raptors loss. So I'll put ten bucks <laughs> on the Nuggets minus five and a half. Uh, well, I'm gonna eat some chalk here. Chalk Panthers back of these next couple games. Let's take a look at Phoenix going to Houston. Uh, right off that big 16 point win against New Orleans, they'll just do a back to back and travel over to Houston to take on a team that's been getting pasted pretty well as of late. They didn't beat the Lakers, but that's not that big a deal. Everybody's beating the Lakers right now. Uh, 10 and 22 at home. They've been blown out in their last three losses. And if you're going to get blown out, Phoenix is a team that can do it. I think 11 is probably maybe a touch too many, but Houston's been very capable of losing by that many. I'll take the Suns minus the 11 for 10 bucks. Yeah, listen, I mean, I, I have the Suns winning this game by about 10 points. So what's what's a point or two, you know, in, in any direction? I think the Suns will definitely win this one and, and so forth. I'll lean Houston getting these points here. But, uh, you know, again, like I'm, I'm doing this whole money line thing. And I think I, I calculated it as a, I'd, I'd get I'd bet $10 and win. I don't know, like 85 cents or some shit like here. So I'm off this game. Lean on the Rockets with the points. Uh, yeah. I'll lean. I, I'll lean uh, the Suns with you, Panther. I do think they win. They probably should cover the eleven. Too many points for me. I'm not. I'm not going to eat that much. So leaning with you. All right, one more game. Time for Panther to jump into a trap. But uh, let's rip the bandaid off, Max, and talk about your Boston Celtics on the road going to take on Golden State. We got Draymond back on Monday against Washington. Maybe he gets a few more minutes tonight, but the Warriors are starting to get healthy and they're starting to look good. They've won four in a row, three of those at home. They're 29 and seven at home. And that's kind of just where it is for me. I think Boston can go toe to toe with this Golden State team. Boston's been playing really, really well the last couple months. This is going to be a great game, but the Warriors at home, I can't bet against them. So give me 10 bucks on Golden State. Yeah, big big game for Boston. It really is, especially after uh, losing that close one to Dallas. Uh, and it, this is this is kind of a flex game, right? This is a measuring stick to see if they can definitely compete with with uh, some of the better teams in the league. Um, I, I do have Boston winning this game by a point, so in theory, I should be betting it. But I just I I don't like it. I think you're right. I think the Warriors probably uh, show up at home, and and you know Boston moves on to the next one. But uh, yeah, I, I'll lean I'll lean my Celtics here. Um, I don't love it though. Yeah, I'll lean, I'll lean the Celtics here in this one, too. Looks to be a very close game. What's the line now? Two and a half? Okay. Yeah, that's why I moved to two and a half. Yeah, oh boy. All right. Yeah, uh, so I will, I'll lean the Celtics here. 
Look, I'm looking for the I'm looking at the under in that game. The two though, I think the under is going to hit. Yeah, I can see both defenses showing up here. So um, that's all I've got for the association. Let's go over to the ice. Okay, um, not a ton in the ice because there was a bunch of games yesterday, and I'm only betting one of them. Uh, stuck this Boston Bruins and Minnesota Wild game. Yeah, I hit on the Bruins yesterday, but damn, they made me sweat. Uh, still, it was their third win in a row, their tenth win in twelve games. Uh, Wild have not been as good as of late. Uh, they've lost three of their last five, including a home loss to the Predators three days ago. In fact, as good as the Wild's home record has been this year, they are one in four over their last five home games. I think they're vulnerable again today. A healthy Bruins team playing some really good fucking hockey. $10 bet on Boston. I mean, I don't know how you can bet against Boston. They beat the Arizona Coyotes, clearly the best team in the NHL right now. That has to count for something. The Wild have lost two in a row. They got their ass handed to them by Nashville three days ago. I, I think Boston with the plus line, it seems off to me. I, I really think Boston should probably be favored, but uh, we'll call this a uh, Vegas gift. I'll, I'll, I'm not betting it. I didn't write it down, so... Tons of moral support on the Bruins. Hard to argue that Boston's not the play, and it opened up, what was that, minus 110, minus 111, and now it's Boston plus 102. I don't know why the line's moving that way. I mean, I I guess all things considered, Minnesota's probably got a slight edge to win, but man, Boston's catching a plus line here. You got to do it. That's it for me. Panther, you got anything else? I got one game. Let's take a look at Columbus going against Ottawa. Ottawa is one of those teams I've actually done well betting against, and that's a situation here again. Columbus has won two in a row. I've got that big win against Vegas, who doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs. They're playing like ass. They look like ass. I hate Vegas right now. You can make some money betting against them as well. But Columbus is – this is a 500 team, right? 30-27-3. They're decent enough on the road. Ottawa's not even very good at home at 11-18-2. I don't like the Senator team. They've given up 11 goals in their last two games against Chicago and Arizona. The Blue Jackets can score. They put up nine in their last two games. I think Columbus goes in there and wins outright. So, uh, yeah, give me 10 bucks on the Blue Jackets. Uh, I'm going to lean Ottawa in this one. Um, I have this as a 50-50 game, really. But I, I guess, uh, what, uh, Columbus is getting the plus line on mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 125. Um, well, maybe that's just me to Columbus. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll lean Columbus getting the plus line because I have this as a 50-50 game. But I, I do have Ottawa sneaking out a win. But, yeah, I think yeah, maybe Columbus is a good value play. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Uh, but, really, it's a little too close for me to call. Yeah, I think it's another game that's 50-50 or pretty damn close. I agree with you, Max, just looking at the stats. Uh, Columbus catching a plus line. Let's you know throw, throw some money there. Bet Boston, too. One of them hits, you're good to go. There you go, two plus lines. There's another plus line that's probably worth looking at. Tampa Bay is not playing real well. Going, to, I know it's the, the Kraken, the fucking Kraken. Can't bet on them, but God damn it, if Tampa Bay's not playing real well, they're dying to go home. They're not scoring a lot of goals, four goals in their last three games. Uh, is there any value here on Seattle, Max? Oh. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot, but God damn it, the line is tanking. It's getting much better for Tampa. I like Seattle here today. I do think that is it's. I mean, what do, what do you need here? Like seventy six percent or something yeah, like that for Tampa. Yeah. I I have this at like closer to sixty 
Right. So, I mean, you know, if, if you're telling me that uh, Seattle's got a four out of 10 chance to get here and they're getting a fucking plus 245, I don't hate that play. But, you know, me and Seattle aren't too, you know, simpatico. Right. Yeah, Seattle and Spurs. <laughs> I think it's a hard, you have a hard time arguing that Tampa Bay has a, what, a 60 or 75% chance to beat anybody in the NHL that isn't St. Louis. So, yeah, I would definitely look at Seattle. That's all we got for the ice. Iceberg likes Ottawa with the money line. Fuck you, Iceberg. <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about Deshaun. It was almost an exclusively Deshaun Watson kind of day. Good stuff. We talked about the NBA. We talked about the NHL. Max, we also talked about the book club. 3-0 and yesterday. Not too bad in college basketball. That's it. How, how do you get to the book club, though? What oh, is this book club? You got to look at that. You got to read the little description in the podcast right below there. There's a link to uh, get you there. You click on that. You go to Patreon. You, you uh, sign in with your Discord account, and you're right there inside the book club. That's amazing. That's amazing. Sounds great. Uh, so, yeah, head over to Patreon. Mute Panther. Uh, download it. the Legion's app for Android iOS. Listen to anything about our Patreon picks. Anyone's picks, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode of Panther. Unmute and take us home. All I did was fucking put the pen on the paper. That was all. That was enough to trigger a mute button. You guys are brutal to me. Microphone's incredible. Let's get out of here with the Panther Parlay. Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, Toronto Raptors, and a kiss of death. That'll be your Panther Parlay. I oh, why'd you do that to them? Why'd you do that to them? The KOD's good. Oh. The KOD of basketball has been good. Max aside, he's got to hit one. Max right? aside, it's Max's fault. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Arch and Panther can override Max's mojo. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Hang out with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, because it's all, make some money, please. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.